This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back to The Drive. I'm Dale Lolly here with Matt Williamson. It is Tuesday, and uh, it's time for the Fantasy Football Focus. So I thought we'd take a look first at the uh, most added and dropped players of the week. There's a lot of guys to discuss. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tyson Williams was the the most added player, 65% ad ad rate. If you were a Williams owner last night, were you disappointed? Because he flashed, and then... And they didn't use him as much in the second half. I I don't know if... You know, he got... I think nine carries for 64 yards, and then all of a sudden they, they started giving the ball to Latavius Murray. Yeah, and you and I were talking off the air. Like, did he miss a blitz that we missed, or do they just not know if he's ready for the whole workload? Were they worried about him fumbling? I don't know. He doesn't have an extensive college history. To He was by far the, the the more effective runner. And I think he still is. I mean, yeah. I can't, I'd be shocked if Bell or Freeman or Murray go past him, but something's going on there. Interesting that you mentioned those two guys because Le'Veon Bell is the second most picked up player, and he's still in the practice squad. Still in the practice squad. Forty-six percent uh, pickup rate. Murray was third at thirty-one point four percent. So their top three backs are all the, the top three here. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I mean, I guess you want a piece of that backfield and running game any way you can, and you hope you got the right one. Yeah. Um, I Tony, I don't love that game of roulette though. No, that's tough. That's like picking up a Patriots running back or a, right, one right, of the right. Tampa Bay running backs, or it's not. You know, yeah, the Tampa Bay running backs are disaster. Maybe more comparable would be picking up a San Francisco running back. We'll probably get to that here yeah. in a minute, right? Uh, the fourth most picked up guy in Week One, Tony Jones Jr. at sixteen plus sixteen. Because mm, Murray was because Murray was cut, and yeah, it's interesting though that Murray gets cut. And he's getting picked up twice as much as as, <laughs> the, as the guy who actually better, stayed yeah. on the roster instead of him. Saints like Jones better, but everyone's <laughs> picking up Murray. What's wrong with this picture? Yeah, I'm not super into Jones. I mean, it, but the, the thing is with stash. Kamara, you know, Kamara's not a 20 carry a game no. guy. Jones no, no. is going to get carries. They like him, and he's going to get carries. Yeah, but um, he's not. He wouldn't be a high priority for no, him in no. shallow leagues. Uh, the fifth most picked up guy, Tevin Coleman. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> He's the Jets starter. I think he averaged like 2.7 yards a He's carry. He's the Jets starter game. for now. I, they, they don't have anybody else. They don't have anybody else. They're going to be waiting to see which one of these old running backs at the uh, Ravens cut so they can pick that guy up instead. Yeah, and they just don't care right now. They'll draft yeah. a running back this offseason or something. And, and maybe Michael Carter takes it over at some point, but I don't want to do that. And then now Becton's out. Yeah. Number six most picked up guy was Jacoby Myers. Hmm. He's good. Yeah. I think he's a little bit of a buy low right now. He was their uh, receiver, got the most snaps. I think he's their number one. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, number seven was the Vikings defense. That didn't work out for no, you if you did that. Well. Eight was Ryan Suckup. Mm. Everybody was picking up Ryan Suckup. I guess, did he win that job late? I guess. Yeah. I'm not even sure what team he's on. Tampa Bay. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, nine was Sterling Shepard. He's. Should be in every league. Yeah, he went up. He, he was drafted in 20% of leagues. He's now in 30% of leagues. I bet that's uh, up that to will like rise. 80 to 90 yeah. by the next couple of days. And number 10 was Tyrell Williams. Real quick, the nice thing about Shepard's situation is he was 
He's he's good outside, but he's really a slot. Yeah. And Golden Tate was in his way because he can only be a slot. Right. Now Shepard can be the slot. He can do both, yeah. Yeah, he's going to be useful. Yeah. Tyrell Williams was the 10th most picked up player. Okay. But, I mean, like, those guys are fine. I mean, like, Williams is fine, but I have a hard time creating a path that I would ever click the box to start him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Is he ever going to get 10 targets week after week? No. Now, remember, this is Tuesday, so we haven't gotten in, into this week's waiver pickups yet. So Right, 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 right. The most cut players, and a lot of these guys are on IR. Gus Edwards. Sure. Gone. J.K. Dobbins. So these were all before week one. Yeah. And that makes more sense, like Irv, the Mike's defense. Yeah. And, Irv okay. Smith, T.Y. Hilton. Evan Ingram getting cut a lot. I would consider picking him back up if, you know. If he went from a 48% ownership to 35%. Okay. I don't want a lot to do with those Giants and because I think the offense is bad and there's a lot of miles to feed, but Ingram's good. He could get traded at the trade deadline or something. Yeah, too, they could know? try to get something out of him. Uh, Travis Atn. Sure. People finally giving up on Deshaun Watson. He went from 17% ownership to 11% ownership. If you're one of those people in the 11%, get rid of him. He's, he's just he's just holding a spot on your roster. Unless you're in a dynasty league. Well, of course. I mean, yeah. That's a different world. I mean, he's very valuable there. Or even a super flex, he's valuable. I don't think he plays this year. I mean, if you were Washington, consider it. I mean, it's always, it's always the same problem. We're having the same conversation again. Yeah. Washington can't, based on everything that happened to them in the offseason. It wouldn't be a very good Wouldn't problem. be a prudent move. No. Good point. I don't think he can be a football teamer. No. No. I mean, unless he gets cleared this that week That would be something. a super bad look. Right. Yeah. No, he needs to get cleared before the trade deadline. But who's going to have the cap space to deal with him? And I don't think yeah. he's going to get cleared. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, number eight was Curtis Samuel. He's on IR. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if I. He still owned an, he, right. he, his ownership dropped from seventy nine percent to seventy two point seven. So quarterback like, situation isn't yeah. helping him either. No, that doesn't help at no. all. The number nine most dropped player slash position was the Browns defense. Like you drafted the Browns defense. Did it take you by surprise? That they the Chiefs in week <laughs> you didn't one? know they were playing the Chiefs in week <laughs> right. one. That's kind of funny. That you <laughs> dropped somebody before the season that you just drafted. And it's a defense. And it's a defense, right. You knew what you were getting into. <laughs> Not so smart, yeah. Which, leads, exactly me to, happened, though, which right? leads me to the 10th most dropped th- player was the Patriots defense. Hmm, okay. I mean, I wouldn't think Miami scares you that much. They're still owned in 70 points. I, th- I get maybe the Stephon Gilmore situation. Gilmore news. Yeah. Right? Okay. I, I guess I understand that one, but <laughs> they'll be fantasy relevant. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, moving on to some uh, news and notes from around the league here. Uh, as we mentioned, Raheem Mostert going to undergo season-ending surgery on his knee. That just broke out. Trey Sermon didn't dress in week one. Strange situation. And Shanahan's always handle their backs strangely. And they have a committee and they like hot hands. And Mitchell did really well. And Kind of liked Elijah Mitchell in the draft. Yeah, I like the player. Yeah, um, he, He's a lot like Mostert. He's yeah, a four four flat guy that gets a crease and who's not super big though. Not super big, runs hard, um, he contributes on special teams. I don't know. I I would be banging the sermon owner to try to get him now. Yeah. You know, next year, next week might be too late, and we'll all be like, oh yeah. He's you get him come. You get the sermon owner coming off a loss where he was just inactive and say oh, healthy yeah. scratch. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you something for him. Yeah, you know, I'll give you whoever. Yeah. I mean, something similar to what the guy paid. He's worth Sermon's worth more now than he was when he drafted him. Yeah, even though you'd think some might think he's worth less. There's a clear path now for him to get playing time and a lot of it. Yeah, and with all respect to Mitchell too, like he may be this year's James Robinson type, maybe. 
I don't know. He holds up that long. No, I don't know? think so. I mean, yeah, like he, he might not be long for this world either. Yeah, and the only other back on the on the roster is Jamichael Hasty. Yeah, and he played a little this past. And week, he's a he's kind of a scat back. He's just a dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we mentioned uh, Denzel Good was injured in that uh, mm, Raiders yeah, yeah. game. Uh, he is out for the season with the torn ACL. Mm, I didn't realize that. Their their O line's not very deep. You know, they have a lot. He of was the he was there. the returning starter. Yeah. Like, right. You know. And Incognito was out. You know, just thinking about interior. I don't know if he's playing or not. This I don't know what exactly his situation is. But short week, probably not. You know. Yeah. Wow. Um, Eric Bieniemy. This is. Uh, I know there's a fantasy segment, but this is relevant uh, since yeah. he is the play. Well, he's not the play caller. He's the offensive coordinator in Kansas City. Uh, Adam Schefter reporting that Eric Bieniemy is a head coaching candidate for USC, hmm. as apparently is everybody else in I, the, I didn't know, in the I country. Mean, usually, you don't talk about head coaching changes in. Middle of September, did, did the USC coach quit yeah, or something yeah. or get in trouble or something? I he left, yeah. Okay, so they have a vacancy at the There's a right current now. vacancy, yes. Wow. Someone's going to be unhappy when their the enemy or whomever gets pillaged because that's a great job. It's going to pay well and recruit and, you know, history. Yeah. That was a firing by uh, of Clay Helton. Uh, they need a change in leadership after 48 hours after the Trojans were embarrassed. Uh, 42-28 at home to St- at Stanford. Um, Dante hmm. Williams is currently serving as the interim head coach. Um, wow. They're probably losing recruits left and right. And yeah. That's a big situation at a massive college. I'd love to see Biennium get that, though. I mean, I think he's been bypassed more than he probably deserves. Yeah. I, I You know, I, a lot of people pound the table on that. Mm-hmm. And I get it. You know, you, you, the minority hiring does need to be better in the NFL. Yeah, I wasn't even going that angle. Just, but I don't know that he's a good coach. I don't know. We just don't know. He doesn't call. That's the thing I can't get past. He doesn't call the plays for Kansas City. I say he has two things going against him to employ him to make him your guy. Is he, he's not in charge of the offense, right. and he's an offensive dude. And they always play so late into the season. It if makes you're it difficult. You got to wait, and then yeah. you don't get a good staff, and you know all the good O line coaches are picked through. So that's hard. Yeah, I get it. There, you know, there have been some other. Uh, Andy Reid disciples who who've been in a similar situation mm-hmm. that, that have gotten hired, um, and you let's, would think that. Let's be frank; that, they haven't all worked out. No, no, they haven't. Kind of mm-hmm. like the Belichick, quote unquote, coaching tree. tree. Right, right. Um, you know, just because you uh, watched the cook make a great meal, no, it doesn't mean I could whip up. Doesn't mean you know, can then do it. No, right. Nobody <laughs> you know. eat what I made. Even, <laughs> if I watched an expert chef here for three days, nobody <laughs> should eat whatever I create. Right. <laughs> Um, Michael Thomas, there's some news about him. Yeah, I saw this. He was placed on the uh, reserve COVID list, um, apparently tested positive. Uh, he's probably not going to – he's not eligible to come back until week eight. Mm-hmm. So this isn't a big setback. Formality? I'm sure he was in the facility getting treatment and things oh, yeah, of that nature. Team. Right. And has to get tested to do that. So he's out of – he can't get treatment for a few okay. days. I didn't know what to make of that. Is it just a, a formality? That's or a whatever? formality. Yeah. Okay. They, they don't. They don't say whether it's a. They had a bunch of guys test positive this mm-hmm. week, so he probably had a close contact with one of those people. Okay. You know, if, if you're vaccinated, you just have to test negative the next day. Yeah, I mean, um, I guess there's just rules in place if you're around right. it. Then if you're if you're not vaccinated, right. then you, then you're out at least five days, and you have to test negative each one of those days. So when I read the headline, I kind of the tinfoil hat on going. They just want him not in the facilities. So they can trade him the next coming days or something. You know, like they, I, I, you know, they just won big without him. They don't seem to get along. Yeah, they had like I think 
five assistant coaches test positive yeah, this they week. Yeah, issues right now, too. I mean, that's a, that's a problem. Yeah. I think one player, too. I don't know if that he was the player or if there was another player who's on the 53-man roster mm, test okay. positive. They didn't yeah, this stuff's it. not going away COVID-wise, no. though. I mean, it, the, the rules are a little different, though. Yeah, true, true. Uh, the Ravens placed uh, guard uh, Tyree Phillips on injured reserve with a knee injury. Starter. Yeah. Yep. Young starter that they kind of like. Big masher. We already talked about Villanueva in other segments. You know, that's, that line's far from perfect. Uh, Jerry Judy was placed on injured reserve. That's probably short term. He's got the high ankle sprain, though, and those can be. I don't know if you saw it, though. His foot was going the wrong way. Wrong way. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they were. That probably I my I would not have a high ankle sprain if my foot did that I would have a they'd be like taking me out back to shoot me oh yeah yeah make glue <laughs> out of us you know right uh, the thing about Judy I really like the player targeted him in fantasy like crazy didn't end up with him because apparently a lot of people did so it kind of broke my heart like I'm rooting for him but even when he comes back I'm gonna have a hard time saying. Oh, he's going to be the same. It's a high ankle sprain. He's a young player. Yeah. He's going to be out for an extended period of time. Other guys are going to step into more prominent roles. Right. Patrick and some of those other dudes yeah. are going to play in the tight ends. and I don't know. I, I just wouldn't look at it like, man, I'll just wait it out and Judy will be my starting right. Is he cuttable? On. Maybe. 10 teamers. Yeah. 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 I mean, he's a roster clogger. Yeah. If you have an IR spot, great. But if you only have one and they're starting to clog and you got like so. four bench spots or five or six bench spots, even six right. bench spots. That's your, You're holding Probably up a spot enough. for a guy who's going to miss. Because i, I got to see two or three weeks half of, of your season before I can hit, you know, start again. Same with Michael Thomas in a way. Yeah. I'm carrying Michael Thomas in a, in a, on a bench. With, it's, it's a short bench. Yeah. But I trust myself to be able to maneuver around that a mm-hmm. little bit. It's not for everybody though. It's you can't have not, two of those guys. Can't have two of those like guys. Like if I get if somebody else gets injured, right? Oh, then he's first guy. Then right? I gotta then I gotta you know look at either cutting that guy mm-hmm. or you know. the problem with drafting some of those like Thomas is it's not necessarily a bad move. It could pay off huge for you, but once you've got like three weeks invested of holding them, and it's really time to cut them because you don't have any space for them. Yeah, no one ever does it. It's like well, I've waited three weeks. I've waited this I'm long. Wait eight. You know? Yeah, I, I, I had. A, right. I'm trying to remember somebody carried. I uh, can't think of the player now. They carried um, carried him for most of the year. Might have been Thomas last year. Yeah, so someone just in and, all the time. And, you know, in and I, lineups and I kept making offers to the the Thomas owner, and he yeah. wouldn't, wouldn't trade him. No, I've carried him this long. I'm going to keep a hold of him. If somebody like. In the league that I'm carrying Michael Thomas in, yeah. if somebody makes me an offer right before, and it's a legitimate offer, all right, right. It's funny I'll you brought it, that up. He's a he's a he's at least a bargaining chip that I can. His value only goes up every week. Cause right, you could say he's closer to coming back. Yes, but that doesn't mean that because I've held him forever, I can't trade him. No, I mean, I'll, I good I'll use him. him. I'll, I'll throw him into a trade in a heartbeat. Yeah, and it might be enough to lure somebody in. Especially if I'm him. winning without him. Like Right, right, right. You know. You've adapted anyway. That makes sense. Uh, the Denver Broncos placed cornerback Ronald Darby with a hamstring on injured reserve. Yeah, I saw that. Good thing they didn't trade one of those cornerbacks, some of that cornerback depth that they had. They should still be okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. They're, they're, they're loaded at corner, but he's a good player. I mean, starting corner in the league is a big deal. How about this? The NFLPA recommended Josh Gordon be reinstated after successfully completing his NFL monitor treatment program. He's like 34 years old now. He's gotten up at age, too, now. I mean, and the last couple of times we've seen him on the field, it's not It's not like, been great. It's not been the same no. guy. I mean, he was a phenom for a couple of years. He's 30 now, but player. still. I mean, yeah. He hasn't played – how many how many games has he played in the last five years? Not many. And, it's, it's, and none were fantasy relevant. Yeah. I, no. 
is Martavis in the same situation? Is is he even trying to get back? I or? don't know. I don't think he's applied for reinstatement. Yeah. yeah. I mean, is that ship sailed, gone? Uh, Once I, I he left know. the Steelers, he was on my pay no mind list. All right. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not worried about it. <laughs> You're not. He's not coming back here. No, 100. Yeah. Boy, those two were really, really talented players. Yeah. How about say. this? The uh, the Ravens released Trenton Cannon today. After he saw, uh, he, he got snaps last, last night. Yeah, getting carries in that game, and then they cut him. I guess that means Freeman or Bell or someone. One of the two, yeah. Moving out, and maybe they'll, you know, clear waivers and Cannon will go in the on the uh, uh, practice squad or something. I don't know but, which one of those two. I, I, to me, I think Freeman fits their offense a little bit better. I didn't like how he looked last year. Though. Yeah, but he's a straight ahead. I'm going to get the ball and go guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas Bell, Bell that does it. that patience won't work behind that. In, no. that, in that scheme, I think Bell's probably the better player in a vacuum, but yeah. you got to do things to make him effective. And that patience and the way he plays is not how they want the running back position. Yeah, I agree. And in, not going to play special teams for you. No. Nor I mean, will Murray. I mean, maybe that's why they they kind of backed off on Tyson Williams a little bit. He's probably playing special teams for him, too. He is. He probably was a poor <laughs> special team or, yeah. you know, before all the injuries. I mean, it probably aren't many people in these shoes, but if I had left Bell on my roster right now, I'd move him for something, for basically anything. Oh, everybody was picking him up. Yeah, everybody, okay, yeah. I'll trade him to you, yeah. If I was one of the people that were a little ahead of the curve and happened to have him, or in a deep league, or a dynasty league, and you still have him as these huge rosters, yeah. You, you, you can, can have him, yeah. You can find somebody that, that'll want him. Yeah, somebody will want him. Speaking of which, uh, the 49ers signed on Johnson to their practice squad. Do you have an interest in on Johnson... I've always liked the player, but I think team doctors don't like him at all. Yeah, it seems that way. It sure does. Um, but with the Mostert injury, you never, that San Francisco backfield, you just never know from No, it, it's true. I don't, I'm excited about Sermon. Uh, and I would like Mitchell. The Panthers cut their kicker and signed Zane Gonzalez. They're in that kicker carousel. Mm-hmm. And in the kicker carousel. I, yeah, it's not a good place to be. No, but just pay attention for your fantasy team. Make sure you're not starting yeah, so somebody if you, that's if, on the team. If anymore. you have Ryan Santoso... That was the guy that they they kept him after they played the Steelers because he made his he made his kicks in that game. Yeah. Signed a couple of days before that went out and made it. Ryan um, the Toe Santoso. He missed two extra points in the game and Gone. they cut him. That's a rough. <laughs> that's, that's a rough business to be in, yeah. man. Uh, I mean, twenty kickers can miss two extra points and nobody bats an eye unless they do it two weeks. Well, in kind row. Of, I mean, you know, the Steelers sticking with Chris Boswell. It's a through that 2018 season. He's now fifty-one of fifty-four since then. Since that, since that twenty eighteen wow. season. Wow. Um, yeah, he'll miss. In the league. He'll miss an extra point here or there. So does everybody. But they all do now. Yeah, Justin Tucker now. misses misses some of those. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's amazing. This you know, if you think if you think points. about it, they've made that. What is it? A forty-two yard kick now for the extra point. I should know that. It's on the zone from the twenty-five yard line. Yeah. Okay. And then so it's a forty-two yeah. forty-two yard kick. You probably probably the the percentage on those is ninety percent for yeah. for a good kicker these days. So if you're going to kick forty extra points over the course of the season, then you miss. Three chances or are four you're going to miss a couple of them. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah, this poor guy misses two in the same day. <laughs> nice seeing you, Santoso. You're out. <laughs> uh, Saquon Barkley with the knee injury was a limited participant in Tuesday's practice. I don't know if you they, saw much of that game. They play Thursday against Washington. I didn't think he looked good. Yeah, I, I didn't see a lot of burst and power. And I know his first game back, and his line stinks. 
This will be their only practice day. Yeah, only practice day. I think Washington has a really good defense. <laughs> I mean, they I did hold be, the Chargers to twenty points. I'd be nervous if I used the eighth or ninth pick in the draft on Barkley right now. Yeah, and he's got to play Washington. So right, I, right. Uh, uh, on the other side of that, Antonio Gibson was a full participant today with the shoulder. Mm. He's dealing Monday with the shoulder. He wasn't. Yeah, he was limited. Well, I don't think they practiced Monday. Okay. So they said they would have listed him ah, as limited. Yeah, it was I one of those it. deals. Right, right. So their only day of practicing was today, and he was back at practice. Okay. But nothing all that major. Yeah, you, you're going to play him. No, oh, yeah, yeah. It's a tough matchup for him, though, too, against the Giants sure, defense. Yeah. I think Although, it's in New York, too, right? New York did get run on a bit. They uh, did. Yeah. They did. Their offense doesn't help matters. But I don't have super high fantasy hopes for that game anymore. I'd I think like to it. see uh, Taylor Heineke maybe use Gibson a little bit more in the passing game. And McLaurin as well. He yeah. didn't have his first target or catch for a long time. Or first catch for a long like time. third quarter game. or something like Logan that. Logan Thomas didn't do a lot. Yeah. yeah right. And we'll see. Washington's a little suspect right now, too. Uh, Rashad Penny uh, with the calf will miss week two against the Titans. He's not fantasy relevant anyways. No, but I don't trust Carson to be a long-time durability guy. Yeah, he did get two carries in that game before uh, leaving. And he did? Yeah, okay. so it's not like he... Uh, Do you know, I think DJ Dallas is the three, right? DJ Dallas is still there, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't move the needle a lot, but it's noteworthy. Bruce Arians said that Ronald Jones will start this week against the Falcons. Good luck with that. Yeah, I heard that too. Watching that game, it sure seems like Fournette's their favorite, and they, the one they trust the most when it matters most. And at least he can catch the football a little. Jones is, you know, frying pans for hands. Uh, Vic Fangio saying today that KJ Hamler, Tim Patrick, and Cortland Sutton will be the team's starting wide receivers with Jerry Judy out. Do you, do, uh, Hamler played uh, obviously he's the slot guy. Mm-hmm. Is is Patrick fantasy relevant for you? Because he actually played yeah. o- he played okay down last year down the stretch. The thing I was reading today, just looking at snap counts and things, was he was the third guy to begin with. You know, it's yeah. not Hamler. Patrick was re- sort of fantasy relevant, not that you could start him right. when Judy was healthy. So, and he was good when Sutton was out last year. I mean, he's kind of a downfield tall target. I mean, he's not going to be a winner, a game winner for you. No, but... But if you're in a pinch... If super deep leagues, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of receivers out there. You'd start over him, of course. But, I mean, he should probably be in your league. Yeah. Uh, Evan Ingram. Giants head coach Joe Judge says Evan Ingram is making a lot of jumps in terms of how he's working. I don't know if that means he's jumping up and down or <laughs> right. if he is getting ready. Uh, has a shot to play Thursday against Washington. I find that hard to believe. I find that hard to believe too. I got to see it from him before. He's another one in just big picture, and it's probably after this year because he's a free agent. I'd like to own him next year. I think there's a lot of talent there, and if he goes to the right team, if he were a Saint or something, you know, I mean, wherever. I mean, just I just don't think that that offensive staff uses their players well at all, and he seems like a kind of fragile type of dude too. Yeah. This is a fantasy note here that the Titans use play action on 11.6% of their week one offensive plays, down from 36.4% in 2020. I'm not reading anything into that because they were down 20 to nothing before they knew what happened. You're not running play action down 20, down 20 points. Especially when you can't block anybody. Yeah. You know, like your, your best offensive lineman's getting you want your, for five Yeah, sacks. you want your quarterback turning his back, and all of a sudden here comes uh, Chandler, Chandler Jones. Jones to... Number six and seven and eight. <laughs> you know, right, right. And you're losing, and no one's honoring the run. And, I mean, I'm sure people are like, Williamson, all you do is talk about play action and, you know, that the running game doesn't matter. But if you can't block it, I mean, this, the play still takes longer to pull off. If you're not blocking a soul like they weren't, well, you can't play. You know. That was that was Lewis Riddick's. Uh, he had a comment last night. And I thought he was good overall. 
But at one point, in Lewis? The four- yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Late in the fourth quarter, he said something about the, or no, it was on the the Ravens' final drive, and they were they were running down the the field, and he said they've totally negated the the uh, the, the Oakland pass or Vegas pass rush. Mm-hmm. Um, by running the football. No kidding. If you run the football, the pass rush is... <laughs> <laughs> right, right, You're not, right. therefore, rushing the passer anymore. Yeah, you can definitely <laughs> do a number on the pass rush when you don't throw the football. Yes. I guess that's a good point. <laughs> uh, hey, I say stupid things, too, if you're on the air. Yeah, if you're right. on the air long enough, you will do that. <laughs> uh, one final note here. Um, actually, the couple. The Titans released kicker Mike Badgley, so they don't have a kicker on their roster right now. Boy, has anyone been worse at the kicker? Over <laughs> They've the last gone through five twenty-five years? kickers over the last three years. The Rabel administration, unbelievable, right? Yeah, it makes you wonder. Maybe it's not you; it's me. You know, yeah. type of thing. Like maybe Rabel just doesn't like kickers. You know? <laughs> and well, you he did think? come up under Cower and Belichick, and you know, right, right, right. <laughs> no, I, maybe that's not a a great job if you're a kicker either. Yeah. You know. Uh, and finally, uh, Dwayne Eskridge with the Seahawks, uh, the wide receiver, rookie wide receiver, is in the league's concussion protocol. Mm-hmm. So that's not good for him. You wouldn't think that a rookie uh, coming back who's going to probably be in the protocol all week long won't practice. Mm-hmm. Uh, doesn't He's a sound skinny good guy, too. I mean, yeah. I know it's not – I mean, a head and a brain's a, a head and a brain, but those guys that take big shots and their body gets flown around, I think he has a little bit of an injury history going back to college. Too, yeah, so keep an eye on that. Keep an eye on that, yeah. Uh, that could sure. be good for, like, an Everett, though. It could be for, good for you know Gerald I mean? Everett. Yeah, Someone absolutely. needs to be the third receiver there. And yeah. I think Everett has a chance to be. What about Will Disley? He's okay. okay. <laughs> they throw to him, too. Everett's one of my guys, though. I, like I know. Yeah. yeah. But that's going to do it for the Fantasy Football Focus and for the show. So for my partner, Matt Williamson, for Brian LaMartina here on site keeping us on the air, I'm Dale Lally. We thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. This is Black and Gold Fan Heaven. Listen to this crowd. SNR.